to another episode of Records Revisited, a podcast dedicated to the magic of music. I am your DJ, your MC, the host on the left coast. I am Wayne Fugate. Joining me is the man. He's your last breath. He's your sweet retreat. He's the baddest motherfucker you will ever meet. Here's my co-host from the East Coast, Ben Montgomery. Hi. <laughs> How'd you like that for my first time? Uh, is this your way of going, uh, you're never going to ask me to be the lead host again? <laughs> is this, is that, is that? It's like when they ask Ricky Gervais to, to do the Golden Globes or the Oscars. I think it was the Oscars. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the first thing I have to do when I'm editing this is uh, edit my intro for myself. That's great. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do what I can. For this episode, we will be discussing my most listened to songs of 2019. But first, I've got to ask the all-important question. Ben, what t-shirt are you wearing? So I'm wearing my Ships of Sail t-shirt. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> Knock me over with a feather. Uh, I am wearing the shirt from the Misfits reunion tour, which a uh, once-in-a-lifetime show. Just going to give my brother some grief. That I did not get to go to had tickets, but my brother's schedule, my brother's uh, wedding was the same day. I oh. did the right thing. It was his first. If it was, it was his first marriage. If it wouldn't have been his first marriage, I would not have gone. Apparently, it was great. It's a it's a one time thing. Glenn Danzig only did it as a under strong arm protest, and it was those ten shows. And I guess it's done, never to be seen again. So thanks, baby brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, that was that was total money grab by uh, by the guys, wasn't it? Well, apparently, what it was is they were trying to. There's still, you know, obviously conflicts over the catalog, and I believe Jerry only said, "We just want to play. If you if you we let's go out on tour, we'll do you know ten shows, and you can have whatever you know. We'll split this up however you want." Glenn Danzig said, "Fine, these ten shows, and that's it." Okay. Did the shows. Nothing else to and, that? Well, I mean, yeah, I agree. It sounds a lot like the police a couple of years ago, but I still, I, I wanted to go. I love the Misfits. Uh, my son-in-law, Alex, uh, I introduced him to the Misfits. So I gave him both the tickets and said, just get me a shirt. Cool. Well, you at least have the shirt though, right? I at least have the shirt. Yeah. All right. So after, before we get on to my uh, most listened to songs of 2019, I got I, I got to ask this question: Toto's Africa, good or bad song? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> uh, you know, you know how I feel about Toto's Africa. I love the song. I noticed that you said you love the song and not that it's a good song. Um, I love the song. Perfect. No, I think it's a good song too. I it's. You know, again, you kind of gave me and Jeff a little bit of crap on that uh, Africa episode that we did where we said, oh, yeah, yeah, this makes us feel happy. I'm going to shed tears. It was two on one. (laughs) All right. So when we get ready to retire that that question, which I think I think at some point in 2020, we'll we, we will retire that question. Right. I, yeah, you know what? It won't it won't break my heart, but I did. I was hoping for a comeback that just it's. It hasn't happened. It's not. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And I've even tried to get a couple, 
more um, like punk centric guys on the episodes. You know that. So after we did our most recent recording, which is going to come out in early January. So here's the tally. You are you are losing thirty one to twelve to one. <laughs> a couple touchdowns down, three scores down. You you got you got a big comeback to make. Just saying. Yeah, and if I believed in humanity more, I I believe it could be done. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Insert impeachment joke here. Um, got it. Got it. So this podcast it really has steered my music listening for the last year, over a year, and in a good way. Listen to lots of new stuff. I'm just going to give out some honorable mentions of songs that didn't make my list. Uh, Jack White's uh, Corporation. Uh, his album came out, I think, maybe early 2018. Um, I love everything Jack White does. Even when it gets weird, it may just take me a little longer to get into it, but he's I think he's a genius. Uh, the Wooly Bushman going out west. We had Simon on the show, and they're just a fun band. got a real kind of retro sound that I enjoyed. Uh, Super Wise by Goodness. After talking to Carrie, I, I pulled that out and started, I listened to that a ton. Uh, John Prine's Summer's End, which was the uh, rec- the subject of the Michael MacArthur episode. Really fell in love with that album, particularly that song. Um, this one's going to seem out of place, Burner's Loose Lips. Mostly from, I played a ton of Madden. Uh, right up until probably late July, and that's on one of the. That was one of the songs that would get heavily played in Madden nineteen. Uh, Bash and Pops, Tiny Pieces. Uh, one of the first times all three of us oh, have yeah. list, have have picked the 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 same number one song. Uh, Matthew Ryan, Duff McKagan's "Chipping Away" or "Chip Away," and Anna Tivill's uh, "Midnight on a Monday." Yeah, those are some good honorable mentions. Yeah, and like I say, a lot of guests related. I put Dan Cooning, uh, Dave Cooning's uh, boat accident in there too. Yeah, I would probably put Queen's Finest. That's probably my my jam from Cooning. So my number twelve song. I will say this: I'm going to get the political songs out of the way first. Um, number twelve <laughs> is by an artist that I just discovered. Um, I had never heard his name. I'd never heard anything he had done until uh, September when I went and saw him and Stephen Kellogg at a place in, in Ballard called The Homestead. Maybe holds 250 people, maybe. So super intimate show. Um, they play together on stage. Anybody that saw them do that uh, Gentleman of the Road tour ton of fun interactive with the crowd they clearly are good friends um but uh will hogue really for me uh was the highlight i hadn't ever i'd never heard him before and just absolutely am a huge fan of his and so his song still a southern man got a lot of got a heavy rotation i've listened to a lot of his the, his latest ap my uh, my american dream and uh, I'd read something from Rolling Stone on how, you know, he grew up in Tennessee. His high school mascot was the Rebels. He, you know, waved that flag and thought, you know, it was part of his heritage, something you just, you know, you did. And then 
yeah, like everybody grows up, comes educated, learns what, you know, was really behind that. And I liked it for its, even for its, its broader sense of, you know, that there's probably lots of things in our lives that when we were kids, we thought we're okay. And you grow up and you live a little and you find out that it's not, it's, it's not okay. It's not Like I say, I used to watch Duke's of Hazard. I didn't think anything of it, but at the end of the day, it's something that should be it should be removed from state capitals, along with the statues. Should should Dukes of Hazard episodes be removed from television as well because of the? I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a revisionist history guy. There's I mean people do a lot of that stuff, and I I've never I've never believed in that. It was okay at the time, whether right or wrong, we accepted it. Um, and now, you know what? You can watch your Dukes of Hazard reruns with it, but it's if they redid it for some reason, I think they should take the flag off the roof. Uh, Will is definitely super underappreciated. People probably know him from the uh, country song that he wrote. Uh, Even if it breaks your heart, it was a uh, Eli Eli Young. Young. Is that, is that yeah, right? The Eli Young band. Yeah, you know he produced. He produced two uh, artists that were uh, that were on our our podcast. So Stephen yeah. Kellogg and Red Wanting Blue. Um, both of their both of their records were produced by Will, and I would venture to say that I think both of those records are my favorite records from both of those artists. So um, whatever Will is doing, um, he's doing it correctly. So. Good pick. Thanks. And the second one is a, a guest. I'd say the first Will Hogue is a is a guest hopeful. Uh, the, my number eleven is an actual guest, Anthony D'Amato, who came on and talked about Neil Young's. Everybody knows this is nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and his song, "If You're Gonna Build a Wall." Absolutely love the song. I love the video. Um, I love that he, you know, you take a shot at something that is, in my opinion, ridiculous. Walls are first century technology. Walls were neutralized by the invention of the ladder. Um, 
we shouldn't be so <laughs> we shouldn't be concerned with building a wall between us and our neighbor. We should be more concerned about making helping make Mexico a place that people don't have to flee from harm and make a better you know life for their families. So now I am done with the political portion of my list. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and number 10 is an earworm. I can't remember what episode we talked about, but Maria McKee came up and which made me go back and listen to ways to be wicked by lone justice, which was always my favorite song. I think shelter was probably a bigger hit maybe, but ways to be wicked was actually written, co-written with them by Tom, Tom Petty and Mike Campbell, which is probably why it's so amazing. And I think I I just have listened to that song probably uh, 200 times this year. You don't remember which episode? Come on, think about it. The name of the lead singer is Maria. Oh, uh, Counting Crows. Yeah, it was the Counting Crows. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow that that is that goes way back. And this is this is the oldest song on my list. Which yes, last year I think I had a song from 1979 on there. So, um. right when you put Shadow Dancing by Andy Gibb on there. No, I had uh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Hot child in Hot the child city, in the by, city? Nick, by Nick Gilder. <laughs> uh, shame by Evelyn Champagne. Uh, yeah, no, okay. Just, I'm just throwing stuff out from KTEL Records that I remember now. <laughs> now. My number nine song is the only because one of the statements I had made during the uh, the the late for the sky episode with Brian Dunn was that. I really think Americana and most of these artists are just good country music, which is what I'd prefer to hear on the radio, on country radio. I don't think enough people listen to them. They don't have their own radio station. They jam them into this. But this artist is definitely a country artist. He gets played on the radio. Luke Combs, Beer Never Broke My Heart. Cause long 
And the song literally speaks to me, especially the part about diamond rings and football teams torn this boy apart. Yeah. Oh, they have. We've had <laughs> we've had uh, football teams and uh, baseball teams who have completely broken our hearts. So, um, yeah, it's a good it's a good pick. I um I I still go I still go back to when it rains it pours by by Luke Combs. That's probably my uh. It's probably my Luke song. Um, so I got to see him summer of 2018. Got to see him with um, Hootie and the Blowfish and uh, Jason Jason Aldean. And uh, I would say that I enjoyed Luke Combs' uh, set more than I enjoyed Jason Aldean's set. So Nice. Yeah. Hmm. And my number eight song is Red Wanting Blue. I used it in the intro. My name is Death. I got a million weapons and ways to use them from nuclear power to drugs and booze. And but my favorite just might be the yellow man of surprise. Whisper, hey there, fellas, my name is Death. So when you see me coming, better hold your breath. Cause I'm your last gasp, I'm your sweet retreat. I'm the baddest motherfucker you will ever meet. Cause I'm free to come and go as I please. I wear the seven deadly sins upon my sleeve. And I'm dying to meet you now. I got a handshake you'll never forget. And I mean no disrespect. But if you see me coming, better run, cause my name is Death. My name is Death. My name is Death. My name is Death. And this is one I just, uh, yeah, I just recently heard uh, just before we did the episode with Scott Terry. And I, in fact, I don't know if I would have heard it if I hadn't been trying seeing if you knew what my favorite Red Wanting Blue song was and you thought it was this. And then I went to listen to this and I, I just about changed my mind. This is, is, this is a great song. Yeah. Cause you, you were leaning towards Finger in the Air as your yeah. Red Wanting Blue song. So, yeah. You just like it cause he says Mother Effer in it. Not, uh, yeah, that's a, that's nice. That's a nice touch, but I mean the reference <laughs> to nice. Johnny Cash, and a, uh, just it's a great song. It's a really gr- a great song with you know from a an uh, I guess it's not uh, no uh, people have done it before, but I can say he calls out the Rolling Stones for sympathy for the devil, and just well, a lot of cool stuff. It's got a it's got he's got this great big bassy voice that just really it really works. It's a great song. Yeah, I dig him. I'm uh can't wait to see them in uh in concert in a, in a couple of weeks. So, it's good. My number 7 song is Julia Jacklin's Pressure to Party.
And this one, I think actually when I looked at my Spotify stats they sent out, was probably the most listened to song. Because like I said, I put songs into the list for 2019. And every time I'd hear something, either from a guest or even from the subject of the podcast or a referral or whatever, I'd throw it into this list. And so this, what happened here is probably late February. Um, I'd gotten a lot of uh, grief from my list containing songs from uh, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And so I just Googled best album of 2019 so far. And Julia Jacqueline's album was on everybody's list. And one of the first things that popped up was this song and the video. And it's a great post breakup, not ready to go out there and do it again, but with a great, it's just got a great fun kind of rhythm to it. And uh, I ended up, I listened to this song all year long. So it got, it ended up actually was my most played song on Spotify. Cool. And I, I discovered Julia from you. So look, look at that role reversal. Ooh, didn't see that coming. No, no. I, I had seen her on some lists and I, and I don't remember which episode that I kind of told on myself where I was like, I'm like three months behind on new music. Like I'm still, I'm still trying to wade through some records that I just haven't, I haven't listened to. I, I haven't, I haven't listened to the entire Hootie and the Blowfish record, for instance. Um, I've only listened to the new Leonard Cohen album once. I've only listened to the new Joe Henry record a couple times, um, which I, I need to, I need to listen to a few more times. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, behind with, uh, with music, which maybe, maybe, you know, at the, on the previous episode where I talked about, I discovered 682 new artists. Maybe I should just not focus on so many new artists and listen to some of my tried and trues, you know? So, yeah. Like I say, I use this podcast as my main uh, source of new music. Typically our guests have something at least, if not brand new, uh, recent. And so I've, they, like I say, I think the the rest of my list are guests. Yeah. Uh, uh, starting with number six, Stephen Kellogg's Best of Me. This is an older song. This was off South uh, on his whole North, South, East, West uh, collection. Um, I like I liked it right away because it's got it's got this it's got a defiance to it, 
that, you know, he, he does do a lot of songs about his kids and being a dad and loving his wife. And that's, that's all great. Don't get me wrong, but a kind of a middle finger song popped in there is really good. Now he did promise to play this, sing this with me live. And he didn't, he did not, but I still enjoyed the show. I don't hold any hard feelings against Stephen Kellogg for lying to me like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would, I would definitely go see him again. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember what song I told him to play, and he didn't. But he did play, he did play Fourth of July, which that's my, that's my all time favorite Stephen song. Um, that's with the Sixers. But he did play Orion off of, uh, off of the new record. So. I was I was good with that. So. And I cut him some slack because the whole the 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 gentleman of the road thing was there's a they had a a bowl right. with all these different questions and are are basically these different categories. And so which is a unique idea, it's going to make the show different every night. Um I you know, like I say I got to discover Will Hogue, so I cut him I cut him some break, but I did during the show every time it went back to Steven and he pulls something out of the out of the hat. I was like Best of me, you know. Here's here's his chance. Best of me, right? And uh, you know, it never it never happened. But like I say, it was a, it was a great show at a, at a really nice, small, intimate venue. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna hold, I'm gonna bear him no ill will. All right. So so I should I should bear no ill will towards Lily Hyatt for not playing my song <laughs> on two different occasions. <laughs> I can't say that. That's if Stephen Kellogg did it to me again. I might have different feelings on it, so and, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't say that. And and Hannah Harbor has still not played Silver Bell for me live four times. Or did you? No, she's, no. She's, I I requested it once, and then the next time that I saw her was small little little venue. Like I probably would have gotten beat up if I would have said Silver Bell. Um, <laughs> so I just didn't. I didn't that night, but. Um, Anyways, so she still owes me Silver Bell. We want I want to hear that live. She 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 admitted on the uh, episode we did with her that she was like, "Oh yeah, we we used to play that live." All right, well, play it live again. <laughs> so. And number 5 is the Menzingers, Anna. This was a. I really enjoyed Tom May as as a as a guest, and I really really enjoyed uh, listening to the new Menzingers album. Uh, and it was a it was an easy choice, though. Of all the songs, this is the one that really stuck out to me. Um, I mean, rhyming Anna with 
but Philadelphia, they, they really, they, they pulled out all the stops. This was a, this was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Hey, the, the one thing I forgot to, to say on your, on your previous one, Stephen Kellogg. So the sentiment of the, with friends like you, who needs enemies? Isn't that, isn't that, uh, that's kind of the sentiment behind the social D song far behind. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah. 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 Friends like you who needs enemies. Yeah, it's like you shake my hand while you're pissing on my leg. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the sentiment of far behind where it's like, yeah, well, you'll never get the best of me. So anyways, sorry. I had to go back. I, f- I totally forgot to to, to mention now, that. that that song. That song deserves it. It was a great. It's a great song. Great, uh, but a- yeah, Anna by the Menzingers. That's that's number five. All right, and that was like I say, a great a great discovery. Uh, Tom May, super smart guy. A uh, lot of fun uh, revisiting Regina Spector's fidelity. Yeah, you're you're welcome on that. <laughs> Thank you as always. <laughs> Uh, My number four is Liz Longley's I Can't Help Myself. Yeah, and she's just uh, she was that was another wonderful guest, wonderful episode. Actually, brought me into uh, the rest of the world's thinking on Joni Mitchell's Blue. Um, I, I believe I thought it was overrated and just a Rolling Stone darling. Uh, and she's that that album is amazing. I've listened to it uh, since then. Even uh, it was great to great to have that opportunity. That's one of the things this podcast has done even is, is take something like Joni Mitchell's blue and give me a chance to, to really dig into it, uh, and get some and do my thing, get my insight, my break it down. Yeah, man. But I can't help myself by Liz. This is, uh, that's, this is the four tops. This, this, like you say, the sugar pie honey bunch song, um, and without her taking it and and stripping it down to just her and a, an electric guitar and giving you know everybody a chance to see these lyrics are not happy fun wedding song lyrics these are you know this is a you know somebody who's who's in a relationship with somebody that that he not doesn't necessarily want to be in it's got these darker lyrics that there's no way you could ever tell until she she stripped it away. And like I say, I, I will say, like I said in that episode, I Can't Help Myself by the Four Tops is a good song. You could you could make a polka version of this song and it would, it would go viral. It's just it's a good song. 
no matter what you do to it, you 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 can't stop it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked her uh, I liked her interpretation of of this because I always I always remember listening to the lyrics and going the lyrics don't match the 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 song mood right yeah well I never even noticed I mean it's just uh, everybody just knows the sugar pie honey bunch part and and you don't realize until you till she she strips away a lot of the you know the choreography and all the other instruments that to what's really going on in her your beautifully haunting rendition yeah good pick and my number three pick once again another guest we discussed tommy stinson's uh bash and pop uh, friday night is killing me matthew ryan and his song guilty song actually there was a connection to another guest because i believe david ricketts produced the record that this this was on because uh yep. this was off his for i think it was off his first album it was his first. and this is a song like i've said uh this song makes the the hair on my arm stand up it's just uh it's just incredibly powerful to me uh it, and it's just got all these great you know images in it you know the cia and the crash and the burn and the angels and cranes and just all this, you know, you know, tell them they're in heaven and mumble, welcome to hell. It's just this, his voice and these great images. It just is a song. I, I, I put among my favorite songs of all time. Cool. Yeah. I love Matthew. I really do. I, that was, that was one of my, one of my favorite episodes. And, uh, um, so just so you know, for for the stats people, that is our most downloaded episode. Can you believe that? So it's Matthew Ryan, who's you know he's not a household name, and Bash and Pop, which if people don't know that that's Tommy Stinson's band, probably would think, oh, who's that? But that uh, Tommy uh, retweeted. Matthew's tweet about being on our podcast and the replacement fans and the Tommy Stinson fans latched onto it and downloaded and listened. So that is a, that's still our, our most downloaded episode that there's a few right now that are tracking pretty well that are going to, that are going to surpass that one soon, just because that came out in, when did we do that episode? Like June, July, 
Wow, that seems so long ago. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. But Matt, yeah, to your point, Matthew Ryan is one of those guys that I definitely get caught listening. Um, he's not only does he have you know great stories, but just tremendous insight. He's a, a very smart guy, but not, but but it, but not pretentious or whatever. You know, yeah. he's he just seems like I could just I would just love to sit in a dive bar and watch a live band and just drink beer with them. Absolutely, every night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. And speaking of uh, cool guys that you'd want to drink a beer with, uh, number two is Brian Dunn and his song you "New Tattoo." Your shirt, but there was nothing that you couldn't do. Now you're standing in the vestibule Wondering how they got the best of you Now that you do your own laundry Now that there's always something pressing you You swore you didn't want strings attached And to be tethered to the telephone But now there's no one here to talk to And you prefer to sleep alone All the chances that you couldn't take Mistakes that you couldn't afford to make uh, What would it have cost you? Yes, this young man I hope has a, uh, has a bright uh, future He should, everybody should be listening to him He's a wonderful singer-songwriter um, I, did, I love Taxi, but New Tattoo Uh Number one, it's a song about tattoos. Number two, he rhymes vestibule, which he didn't use vestibule to rhyme with another word. He started out with vestibule and then rhymed that with something. So um, <laughs> tremendous songwriter, doesn't get enough credit. Um, I, I like to say, I hope everybody goes out there and checks him out on Spotify and listens to him because he, he's, he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Love him. We're, we're definitely going to be promoting his 2020 album when that comes out. So you'll be hearing Brian Dunn from us again. And my number one song or the number one on this list, I don't know how this isn't necessarily most listened to, but of all the songs I listened to this year, this Caroline Spence's Long Haul is is one that just stood out to me. I've been listening to it ever since you know that, that episode or the week pr- previous to that episode, um, I loved it when she she said that not always everybody gets the one four five part, which I told her was one of the coolest things I'd ever heard. So I felt like I I got it, I kind of when maybe not maybe not everybody does, which that that kind of helped you know boost my my ego a little bit. And then, <laughs> but it's just a great song. It's not, it's it's. You know, sometimes those road songs, you hear them from the perspective of these, you know, Dead or Alive by, you know, Bon Jovi or Turn the Page by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. And this one is kind of a a look into her life as this struggling singer songwriter who's driving to her gigs and and that different perspective. And then she even does a little call out to another on the road, you know, song by Running uh, Running on Empty by Jackson Brown. So the whole concept in and of itself is just really uh, uh, is is it's just very clever and she's she's an amazing young lady and I was it was a pleasure to talk about Bruce Springsteen with her for a couple hours. Absolutely.
already gushed on her on the uh, on the previous episode that we did. So that's it. That is uh, my top twelve, and it's not uh, a shock to me that I did it in half the time you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not as sh- I'm not shocked either. So, uh, yeah, I might I might put the uh, the uh, blooper at the end of this episode from uh, the episode the Terrence Trent Darby episode that we did. Should should I <laughs> should I put that at the end? Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, uh, I will say my plan for the future is to is to listen to something new every week. Um, so, something that was released that week. Uh, it's it's hard not to listen to thing in 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 album form now. This podcast has me listening to things in in that format. Uh, also, no greatest hits uh, ever again. <laughs> I love Ian Jones, uh, but the greatest hits is. So it's not a record. It's not an album. So no compilation albums, no greatest hits albums. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Shit. Well, compilation. That's do, not now. Sometimes some some compilations are full of original music. I mean, okay. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That that's had a soundtrack. Original music. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. That's a soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah. soundtracks are still open. Oh, it was long as they're not a soundtrack full of. 60 songs, you know, the big chill or something. So are we ever going to do another KTL records episode? Wow. That was fun. I mean, you can't, you know, <laughs> shard explosion. That's classic. Like shard explosion. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing, the only problem with KTL is they compress that stuff and put 20 songs right. on, a, on a, on a, on a record. Yeah. The, the quality of the music is not there. Um, they're trying to squeeze in as many as the, as possible, but yeah. But I think we've evolved. I can say guests in uh, with the guests and the stuff that they've picked. It's, it's, it's definitely broadened um, my, the scope of what I listen to. And, you know, I, I had never listened to Leonard Cohen, his whole, and a whole album yeah. and getting to listen to that and hearing songs like the law. It was, you know, how do you, you know, and not only we forgot to mention the wonderful Lauren uh, Gillis, uh, commonly known as Lucette. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, ton of great guests. I, I, I'm a full moon town was one of her songs that I, I just, just barely missed my list. Yeah. This has been a good year, man. Um, it's been here. I'm, I'm just going to wrap up since this is the very last episode that, uh, we'll, we'll have out for, for, for 2019 is it's been an interesting year for me. Uh, I'll just throw that out there. Like the podcast has been a ton of fun to do, um, getting introduced to new music, getting to talk with really cool musicians and, and, um, other folk. And, but at the end of the day, this was a, interesting year because i i went through a bunch of changes i changed jobs first time in almost 15 years my dad passed away mm-hmm. that has definitely made an impact of of this year and it's just been a interesting year and so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what 2020 holds um so yeah 
uh, and you know, just looking at the 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 couple guests that we have lined up for January. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the future. This is uh, we got some good stuff in in store. Well, I, I've said it before, at least to you, maybe not on the podcast, but this is the coolest thing I do. Um, it's definitely a chance to to focus on something uh, specific and. It's been, you know, and, and and while at the same time getting to discover, we've had these phenomenal guests that I don't, you know, I know that our little podcast isn't getting them the kind of uh, credit they deserve, but having them on has, has been delightful. Yeah. We haven't had anybody that I was like, please, you know, if that guy wants to be on again, don't, don't let him. <laughs> Everybody, I would, I would welcome, I love it when they say how much fun they have. That always makes, you know, just that. And when they say that's. That's incredible, Wayne. I'd never even thought of that before. Those are my two favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is this has been fun. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Oh, thanks for, you know, have asking me second. Thanks Jeff for not accepting it the first time. <laughs> you know what? I didn't ask Jeff. <laughs> I just knew what the answer was if I was going to ask Jeff. So, First of all, you've already told me that you did, so don't. I didn't. Don't make me call you a liar. No, I, I didn't. You told me the tale. I didn't ask him uh, specifically <laughs> in, in those in the in those. Oh, uh, I just, yeah. I just, okay. I just knew that he was busy, and he is, and now he's trying to make up for it by you know locking you up in closets so, and. Trying- he's already stolen two great episodes, <laughs> and I'm the guy who advocates to bring him on as the third guy. And he steals two of the best, two great episodes from me. Who, That's who? Who besides Katie? The whoever the guy that did. Uh, oh, Rocky, Warren Zevon. Rocky Bottom with Warren. Rocky Bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, man. No, I don't believe that either of you are, and <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to be. <laughs> uh, well, you know, just. Just so that we're clear, when we first started this uh, in fall of 2018, the first thing that you told me was, you know, there might be some episodes that I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be your co-host for. So <laughs> it's okay if you go and get a few other people for those episodes. So I did. So I went and got Steve Netta yeah. For, yeah. for the YouTube. And I saw the job he did and I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't have you destroying this podcast, but Netta. But Adam Teeks did a really good job on that Christmas episode. It was in his wheelhouse. I'll give him that. That was in his wheelhouse. That that was fun. I love Adam so much. He's so cool. I love Netta. I think we gotta we gotta get Netta on this show. Is what we gotta do. We sh- yeah. After all all the crap we've given him over the over the last year, yeah. We've literally something. If you don't, if you if you give the same score twice, you're pulling a Netta. It's a verb. It's a verb and a noun. I've been netted. Uh, anyways, all right, dude. But he's great. Yeah, shout out to all our guests. Uh, you don't forget your brother Dave. Oh yeah. Um, of course, of course. Jeff makes jokes. Uh, even when it, even when he's ganging up on me on the on Africa, I still love him. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right, dude. Love you. I love you too. Wrap this up. Uh, you, you're the, you're the host, man. Wrap it up. I know. I got to read both things. I got to make sure I got them. 
Okay. So as a reminder, you can find all our happenings on our Facebook page for the Records Revisited podcast. We're on Instagram using the hashtag Records Revisited podcast. We are now on Twitter, Podcast Records. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Spotify, and you can find all our previous episodes on our podcast host page, which you can find by going to recordsrevisitedpodcast.com. All of those platforms, please go subscribe and rate or review us. Thanks for listening. Please go support the arts. Go to a live show. Buy a t-shirt. Buy lots and lots of t-shirts. <laughs> buy a record. Visit a record store and not just on record store day. We are Records Revisited and we are out. Out. There you go. Good job, man. I don't know about you, that. You, I You did it. I uh I at, at at one point I forgot that I was the host and that kind of felt good. <laughs> But then I looked at the time and I'm like, I'm really 19 minutes and I'm I'm on the, I got three songs left. I'm the long winded one. Apparently who knew, who knew there were no diatribes. Yeah.